small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today in the guest co-host seat is Kevin Hartbarger. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Pat. Now, look, chronologically, this is Kevin's third time as co-host, guest co-host. But in reality, it's your fourth time as a guest co-host because we recorded an episode last night, which won't drop until November. Okay. So this is sort of an Avengers Endgame yeah, situation. It's a, yeah, we're messing with the timeline, uh, a la uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Okay. So um, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really do any refresher with you on that episode. You're from Northbrook, Illinois. Yep. That's You're me. in advertising. I am. Yep. What do you do? Are you the Don Draper? Are you the Harry Crane? I'm the Harry Crane. Yeah. Oh, right. Very good reference. So what do you do? Uh, so basically, I'm I'm the guy who. You know, the clients have these advertising budgets. Uh, the the Don Drapers of the world have created some ads. Yeah. And then I decide where you're going to see them. So, you know, I'll, I'll decide if it's, is it going to be on television? Is it going to be on the internet? Is mm-hmm. it going to be in a magazine? And then once I decide that, then I decide which TV network and which magazine okay. and which website. And how do you, how do you decide that? What's what's the criteria for you to say, oh, uh, Nestle's quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to put that right on TV. Yeah. So we look we look at a lot of research that says. Uh, well, first, actually, I'll take it another step back. We've we've worked with our clients with mm-hmm. Nestle in that example, and uh, said, who are you? Who do you think your audience is? Like, who's buying this? Is it? You know, are we are we targeting the the parents, the moms? Are they doing the shopping, or do we want to go after the kids and get them all excited so that they bug their parents to buy it for them? And gotcha. sometimes it's both. In that example, it could be both. All right. And then we look at research that says, you know, that audience that we think is going to be the people that buy this thing watches these TV shows or goes to these websites, or they're more likely to be online than they are to watch television. And so then that's how we make that decision uh, of where to put things. And then we also have... What if your decision's incorrect? So that, yeah, that was actually where I was going. Right. Is, and then we also look at, after the fact, what has been the effect on the actual sales of the product. Uh, so, you know, when we make this decision, what are what are the things we can look at, you know, to help us track sales? And and it's, it's actually a lot easier to do it now than when I first started in the business because you had to make a lot of assumptions. But now with, um, you know, with data and mobile and people checking in at places and everyone has a, a, you know, a loyalty card when they go shopping at at a grocery store or things like that. So we have a pretty good idea when we make a decision to advertise somewhere, we'll know fairly quickly if that's actually having any sort of impact. And then we can, we can change it up if it's not because of the analytics. Yes. All right. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, married to your, uh, still married to your first wife. Yep. Still with my first wife. You got, uh, you got two children. I do. Yep. Uh, both flavors. <laughs> boy boy I mean, and a girl. Yep. One of each. Girls older. Yep. She just started high school this year. So she's in ninth grade. She is uh, a theater girl mm-hmm. and your son is a sports kid. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we we're so also like right on right on course. You, yeah. You this is, check all the boxes. Yeah. This is very uh, this is very fifties sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> what you're in advertising? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I you you're, know you're Dar- Darren Stevens. He was in a- advertising. Yeah. On Bewitch, that's right? right. I think I am a little more Darren Stevens because my wife does have magic powers. Oh, terrific! Uh, well, I was going to make a joke. <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I forgot to say that this is a Monday bonus episode. It's also the Patreon curated episode. The way that you can send in an intro and a song for these episodes is simply by going to patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast and signing up for the $2 tier, $2 a month, 50 cents an episode. Sometimes there's two episodes a week, 25 cents an episode. It's almost embarrassing that you're not doing it. Yes. I'm shaming you. I'm embarrassed for all of you. All right. So- Today's topic is let's get horny. It's not what you think. I'm trying ah, to be cute. It's mm. songs with horns in it. Oh, well, that's a bummer. I thought it was something else, so I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be uh, a horny song with horns in it. Maybe someone will tackle everything. Okay, good. But before we even get to that topic, by the way, Kevin and I are going to see Kenny Loggins tonight because that's how we rock. Yeah. We, rock we rock softly and... Uh, <laughs> In the deck shoes. Yes. <laughs> um, a listener, Dave Meyer, has sent his album. His band is called The Bitter Elegance. The album is called Scream Inside Your Heart. And he wants me to listen to it. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a first listen. So I haven't listened to any of these 13 tracks. All and right. neither have you. I have not. That's why it's called First Listen. Right on. Now, the problem with this is, what if I don't like it? What if you don't like it? Well. We're going to be honest We'll try to be honest uh, without being dicks. Sure. Um, unless it's terrible, Dave, <laughs> then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I might have to say it. So that's the chance you take. Plus, he's a listener. Like, sometimes people send stuff in and I'll do this, but I have no connection to them. Right. But this guy's a listener, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to crap all over it. I don't want to be a jerk. So, But I'm hoping I like it. Yeah. I mean, I want to like it. Okay. We'll see. I got to be honest, if it's someone I don't know, it's more fun to hate it. But <laughs> sure. since it's Dave Meyer and the bitter elegance, I want to like it. So, All right, we're rooting for you, Dave. I'm going to throw out some song titles. I'm going to let you just decide okay. what our first uh, song we're going to listen to is. We'll probably listen to three of them. We're going to critique your whole life in a matter of 90 seconds, Dave. <laughs> we're going to pick three songs, play about 30 seconds, and we're going to tell you if you got it or you don't. It's like a Simon Cowell. Yeah. Who right. are you? Are you Randy Jackson, dog? Uh, you know, I don't know. For me, man. <laughs> Here's the song titles. Okay. Live in the moment. It's our time. Very positive so far. Sure. Uh, NSFW. I don't know what that means. Mm. No shit fucking way. I think it's not safe for work. I think it's no shit fucking way. Yeah. Uh, the Spark. Uh, chill of Vanishing Love. This. Listen to this song. This has an exclamation point at the end. Dang. Okay. Headphones. We're wearing them. Yeah. I forget you, dot, dot, dot. Again, cruel holiday, striving together, tyrant, our broken parts, and the last one is awesome world. So which one are we going to listen to first? Do you even remember any of the titles? Yeah, I was going to say, for, first of all, Dave, may, maybe uh, maybe you do a six-song EP to start so we can remember the titles. No. Yes, 13 songs. <laughs> They're all in on this. Okay. Um, there was... 
there was one called the spark and after that it was like the chill, chill of vanishing love yeah that sounds interesting let's let's check that one out all right interesting is never a reigning endorsement because <laughs> that's what my mom would say she'll ask me about something and i'll tell her she go no oh, that's interesting oh boy it's so dismissive <laughs> okay chill of vanishing love um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna turn it on and i'm gonna turn it up Since Dave sent this to me, I, I, I assume I have the rights to play this. So I played a little bit more than nine, uh, 30 seconds for sure. And um, let's get into it. I don't, know what, um, I don't know what type of music it is yet. I guess it's rock music. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like the woman's voice or girl. Uh, there seems to be a filter on it. I don't know if that's just for this song specifically or yep. if that'll be throughout the album. Yep. But um, that was fine for me. That was good for, to my ears. Yeah, it sounded good. It sort of, uh, I think the first, it sounded a little Imagine Dragons-ish. Mm, okay, okay, good call. Um, and then um, and then her voice kicked in and it, you know, was a, a little different, a little, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, good. I mean, I I could hear that. I could I could see hearing that on the radio. And now I'm not sure what Dave does in the band. I'm not sure if he's the producer, the songwriter, mm, if he yeah. plays drums, bass. I'm not sure if that wasn't him singing. I really don't know. Could be. But um we can't get the feel of this album just by that song. So we right. got to listen to another one. I'm going to listen to the first track live in the moment because let's see what, uh, the bitter elegance thought would be a good track to kick off the album. Like yeah. they're like, this is the one that's going to get people involved. Mm -hmm. So let's see, this is live in the moment. The air's cold and brisk at 7 a.m. As the sun comes up through the clouds But everyone says the storm's on its way This could all come crashing down Enjoy it right now While we're still okay Live in the moment Before the coming wave Live in the moment While we're all still safe In case the tide takes us away Alright, here's my thoughts. Right out of the box, I don't think that's the best song to open the album with. It feels like that's a deeper track. It feels like maybe it's the la last track on mm -hmm. the album. That's yep. just my opinion. Um, I also thought it was going to kick in a little more, and maybe it does. 
So, um, yeah, again, did not, did not dislike it, but I did not love that one. I, I liked, uh, chill of vanishing love better than that one. Yeah, I agree. When it, it did, I, it did sound like it was going to kind of Maybe. kick into a different direction. Mm-hmm. There was like a, a baseline came in that sounded kind of, you know, foreboding. Yeah. And maybe it does. We just can't. Yeah. We just, we just, everything. we didn't get all the way through it, but, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like the first, you know, your first song has to like really grab people. It's got to right really away. be, you know, it's got to be, don't, don't stop believing. About. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Let, we'll do two more. Kevin won't pick another one. I'll pick another one. We've got, it's our time. Uh, no shit fucking way. Um, <laughs> the spark dang headphones. I forget you again. Cruel holiday striving together. Tyrant. Our Broken Parts, Awesome World. I feel like some of these song titles feel like they're uh, uh, lockdown and COVID related. Our Broken Parts. Oh, maybe. Striving Together. Sure. Things like that. What do you think? Um, well, just because there's an exclamation point, I think we got to go with dang. Dang. All right. What if it's just a country? <laughs> Good old country song. <laughs> well, I'll love it. All right. Let's. Uh, this one clocks in at two minutes and 36 seconds. Let's see. And again, I don't know. I don't know if the if the woman singing is Dave's daughter or if it's his wife. I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about this, other than the song titles, the band, and the album's called "Scream Inside Your Heart." This is Dang. instrumental okay we're about halfway through it i'm gonna assume that's an instrumental Mm -hmm. and that was great to my ears that was rocking jamming i would even i would venture to maybe open the album with this two minute and 30 second uh interlude before we boom get into some vocals yeah it's a good idea i'm gonna i'm gonna say dave's the guitarist so kudos dave <laughs> some some good shredding on that one yeah. and then i actually liked uh i liked when like the the kind of keyboard lines came in about 30 seconds in yeah. and i thought you know it was like a little a little different uh take you know mm-hmm. than the good you know it was like heavy guitar and then it was this kind of like 80s synthy came in yep. it was uh i liked it yeah, i feel like they, it got the title because as they were recording it someone walked in and went dang <laughs> that's exactly that's what some happened. good shredding <laughs> all right i'm gonna pick one more and uh boy what one are we gonna do i think i'm gonna take uh striving together although i forget you dot 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 again that might be like some angry rocker i'm gonna go striving together it's a positive message Let's see what we got.
Right, it's got an evanescence feel. Yeah, definitely. And um, her voice is is he continues to build. Even when I was fading it down, that was like mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. here, and then it built, and then she was building again. So um, yeah, I like that song, "Striving Together." This is um, so my only critique uh, that's negative is I didn't like the album starting with "Live in the Moment." That's just me. I, I want a song like maybe this or "Dang." Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but yeah, look, this is, uh, I have zero musical ability. What do me, you have? I mean, I have zero as well. N- nothing. Yes. So, I mean, to put this in our laps to decide <laughs> is uh, is probably not the best call. But uh, we, we enjoyed what we heard, and I'm assuming this will be downloadable on uh, all platforms. Uh, Dave, let me know, and I will tweet about it and post it on the Facebook page. So uh, thanks for sending it, and... Uh, I think that was good. I think we did good. Yeah, that I, was. Uh, I think we did good. I think yeah. we did. I think <laughs> right. we were pretty. We were pretty solid on that. Yeah. Way to yeah. way to go, Dave. Yeah. yeah. I, way any, to go, Dave. If that's you on guitar, Dave, excellent work. Yes. Uh, yes. I say any anyone that can put anything together that actually sounds good, even if it's not your cup of tea, I I say thumbs up. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, we're gonna kick it off. Let's get horny. <laughs> Let's. Songs with horns. I didn't even pick one this because there's so many songs we're sending that I didn't even pick one. Yep. What am I going to play? Four Phil Collins songs? I mean, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Uh, Only one lady. Oh, man. What do you call? Do you call? Do you call? uh, I can't never figure that. (laughs) Chick is not good. No. Gal is old timey. I I. I say gal hey, gal, a lot. Gals and guys? Yeah, I say gal a lot. Um, Maybe it's a Midwestern thing. Lady, you said that's sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> woman, I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know why woman is weird. Well, the one I really hate hearing is when people say females. <laughs> <laughs> so clinical. Yes. Um, I know this person, you know her too, Carly Anderson. She's the only uh, woman mm-hmm. on the list. Yep. I think she's a cool chick. I mean, I don't know if she would uh, be against cool chick. I don't think she would. So yeah. she's, and she rocks. She does. Is she a rocker chick? Rocker chick is Lita Ford. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's different. Carly's a little more dignified. Than <laughs> I <Lita> think so. <laughs> All right. So this is the first one. We're going to kick it off. We're going to hear Carly Anderson's intro. And I got to tell you, one of the uh, nicest, most soothing uh, voices that you're going to hear today. Certainly it's not mine. It's definitely not Kevin's. <laughs> so here we go. Carly Anderson. Let's see what she's bringing to the table. Greetings, rock solid friends. It's Carly Anderson in Denver, Colorado. 
My favorite song with horns is Everything You've Done Wrong by Sloan. Even though it was recorded in 1996, it defies time and space. It appears on the soundtrack to The Virgin Suicides, and it is right at home with Heart and the Hollies, Styx, and 10cc. It sounds like it came roaring out of the 70s. I love it, and I hope you like it too. She was right. That has a timeless feel to it. Yeah, that's great. 1996, Sloan. The album is one chord to another. I have this album. I listened to the album. It didn't uh, catch fire in my ears the first time. But after listening to this song, I think I got to revisit that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Good job, Carly. Very nice. All right, let's move along. This, uh, who would have thought this band would have horns? And I'm not even going to tell you the band because I'm going to let this guy do it. Because that's why they record these intros. Here we go. Hey, Pat and the Rock Solid audience. Uh, This is Eric Lane from Phoenix, and I wanted to make my contribution for the Let's Get Horny episode. Now, when you think about songs with horns, isn't the first place that your mind goes to is is the guar? That's right, guar. I like the horns in there. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. It 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 makes it like uh, the horns make it more legit. If that makes sense, Eric. I don't know if your intro cut off or not, but it was perfect the way it ended and went into the song. But I want to I want to check your intro out. I think maybe it got cut off. It didn't feel like it was thirty seven second intro. Oh, maybe there's just a lot. I think there's just a lot of uh, a lot of uh, dead air at the yeah. end of it. Yeah. No, that was a. If it did cut off, then it cut off at the it was perfect, perfect spot. It was perfect. Yeah. All right. Good job. And Eric, was that your? I think. I think was that your first time submitting? I don't remember ever hearing your name or your voice. So, thank you much. Appreciate it. All right. Moving on. Remember, it's all dudes from here on out. It's a. It's a dude fest. I hate it. Come on, ladies. <laughs> you know. You know horn songs, or did the word horny turn you off? Maybe that was it. Did it turn you off, baby? Oh, boy. Yeah, baby, yeah. (laughs) All right, here we go. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid people. Craig Trombley from Ontario, Canada. Uh, The band I chose for this episode is King Con and the Sensational Shrines. Um, 
I don't know a ton about them, but they seem like a lot of fun. Um, if you check out their pictures online, they look like they've got a pretty crazy stage show. Um, and the song is Three Hairs in Your Mind. Hope you like it. People going out of the box today. I like that one. It sounded like that could have played over a chase scene from a Roger Moore Bond film. Yeah, or maybe uh, maybe the Blues Brothers or something. Oh, yeah, that would have been good, too. Yeah, I've never heard of that band. That no. was good. King Khan, K-H-A-N, and the Shrines, and the song was called Three Hairs in Your Mind. I don't know what that means. Wow. But uh, look out for that guy. That's deep, man. You got three hairs, and that's it. <laughs> You're his. All right, this next guy is a friend of mine, Travis Kennedy. Last time he sent us an intro, it did not sound good. I'm just going to tell you right up top. I don't know where he recorded it. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was uh, pulling a prank, you know, Mm -hmm. like one of those prank shows, punking me. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping he does better this time. I'm hoping he learned from my critique last time, which was like, that sucks, is I think (laughs) what I said. So let's find out. Uh, And Travis does the uh, album a day also on... uh, on rock solid Twitter. So uh, check that out. He has some uh, really eclectic musical tastes and, uh, and he's a good guy. He just can't record interests. <laughs> and I mean, if that's the only thing he does wrong, he's going to have a fine life. Yeah, I think it'll be okay. Not on this show. You're setting the bar really low. This could be the best intro ever. I hope so. Let's see. Hey, hey, Pat and Solid Rockers. This is Travis Kennedy giving you a song for the Getting Horny episode. Though I guess you already knew that because you're listening to it. Anywho, growing up in Orange County, California in the mid to late 90s with sideburns means I listened to a good (laughs) handful of ska, which made narrowing it down for this episode pretty hard. However, I've decided to go with Mad Caddy's cover of ABBA's SOS. If you cue it up to about two minutes and six seconds in, you get a nice little horn solo and then you can just kind of let it play. Thanks again, and hopefully the sound quality of this recording is way better than the last time I got involved, because that was garbage. (laughs) Oh, I like that. I'm going to ask you, are your headphones too loud still? Because uh, sometimes the intros are low and then the music just blasts you out of your bucket seats. Uh, no, they sound, good? they sound good. All yeah. right. That was good. That was good, Travis. Good intro. 
good song. Yep. It's a song that makes me, uh, a lot of Travis's songs make you want to uh, uh, pull your couch out of your uh, dorm room and set it on fire. <laughs> so uh, good job, Travis. Oh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, oh, this gentleman, he's the uh, he's a former lead vocalist of uh, of Journey. So let's listen to this guy. Mm. He's different. His, his uh, speaking voice is different than his singing voice. Well, I think he's incognito. I think so. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hey, Pat. And to all the rock solid listeners tuning in around the world, this is Steve Perry from over in Sydney, Australia, with my selection for this week's episode. The song I've picked was written by Curtis Mayfield, but the version that I'm going to play here is from The Jam. Yes, another jam song. Uh, it's off the Beat Surrender EP, which came out in 1982, just towards uh, the tail end of The Jam's career. And it shows a more soulful side of the band, which Paul Weller would take into the Style Council. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for all the shows, Pat. Great interviews. Really enjoy it and appreciate it. Thank you, so Steve. here are the jam with Move On Up. Great tune. That's awesome. Mike Siegel approved. And you uh, you raised your fist when he said the jam. Big fans? Yes. Oh, God, yes. Love the jam. And in fact, so I didn't submit for this episode, Not, and then I didn't know I was going to do this. son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. Well, sometimes, I don't know. Life gets in the way. What? Advertising? But I was, that was one of the ones I was thinking of submitting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So good Good for Steve Perry. Yeah, I love, love, love Paul Weller in... Like every phase of his career, just so so cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're at my house, mm-hmm. up in my office in Woodland Hills, California. Here I am. And when I hear someone listens to this show in Sydney, Australia, yeah, it's kind of mind blowing. It is how this works. Yeah. Like if I was a radio DJ here in LA, the guy in Sydney, Australia, wouldn't really hear me. No, but with a podcast, people can hear you anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. And you kind of like, it would be interesting at some point to figure out like, how did they find it? So how does a guy like that find it? Is it someone you interviewed that he was a fan of? Was it just, you know, random? Random. I think a a lot of the interviews bring people to the show. Mm -hmm. I know, I know that David Wilde found us because of the Elliot Easton interview. I think a lot of people found us because of that, because I don't think Elliot at that time did many interviews, if any, and certainly not to the extent that Christy and I covered it for uh, two hours. Right. So, um, yeah, so I, I definitely think, um, you know, you're Googling a celebrity. A lot of people came because of Sean Cassidy, because again, this was the second podcast he had ever done. Mm-hmm. And it was the first that he talked about his music. Right. So I, I think Very that cool. happens a lot. But yeah, yeah. You can throw that in with your interviews, uh, not your interview, with your intros next time. Guys, if you want to, uh, let us know how you found the show. I'd be, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. 
All right. This next guy, you know this guy, I know this guy, because throughout the lockdown, we played Name That Tune on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And the people that play that are uh, from the United States and a ton of people from Canada. Yeah. And this is one of those guys. He lives way up in Yellowknife. Look it up on the map. You'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> How did he get up there? Did he? Was he born there? <laughs> he certainly didn't move up there. He, he might have. Did he take a dog sled? I know. What's going on? <laughs> uh, here we go. A horn episode. Excellent. I don't think most people appreciate how versatile horns are. Take the saxophone. On the one end of the spectrum, they can be sexy smooth, as in Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street. At the far opposite end, they can bring the obnoxious punk. On that note, it doesn't peel paint better than it does in the X-ray specs. Oh, bondage up yours. Enjoy, and thanks, Pat. <laughs> Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard, but I think... Oh, bondage up yours! One, two, three, four! All right, now, uh, that was John Mutford. He didn't introduce himself. No, he didn't. That's John, true. you got to introduce yourself so people know. I mean, I know who you are, and I can, uh, I can introduce you after the fact, but John, throw it out there. Now, John's a librarian, right? Uh, yes, John is a librarian. So obviously, when he's not at work, everything he does has to be super loud. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> because that music was super loud. Uh, that was great, though, John. Very nice. That was X-Ray Specs, S-P-E-X. Oh, bondage, exclamation point. Up yours, exclamation point. Two exclamation points. That's right. You know how it worked in Dang. <laughs> All right. Uh, I just moved this entry up a couple of notches because John actually teased the song uh. within his intro. So let's find out. Hey, Pat. This is Kevin Clement from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Chiming in with my horny song for the Patreon curated episode. My choice is a fairly obvious one, but one I just had to choose. That is Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. Of songs with horns, this one definitely has to be in my top five. Thank you so much, Pat, for everything you do, and I hope that everyone is staying safe. Get ready, here it comes.
interesting. They kick the song off with a sax solo, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's to be noted that this song not only has a great sax solo, it also has an amazing guitar solo in it. Yes. So it's covering all the bases. Plus, it's a great song. Jerry Rafferty's voice is great. Everything's great. Yeah. And uh, here's here's my here's my chart nerd add-on for that Uh-oh, song. Oh, here we go. That's why you're here. Yep. Uh, so the album that knocked Saturday Night Fever out of the number one spot in 1978 was City to City. City to City by Jerry Rafferty. And but and yet it's not. I don't feel like City to City gets enough recognition. No. I mean, everyone that loves it loves it mm-hmm. and can tell you how much they love it. Yep. But you don't hear about it that much. People mm-hmm. know this song. Right. And other songs from the album. But, yeah. Yep. But you don't hear about it that much. It's weird. Yeah. It's, who right. knows? Who knows? All right. This next guy, he's a friend of the show, Aaron Kahn. Uh, Aaron makes uh, rock solid story time videos he throws up on YouTube. And he's always making like some compilation of some funny stuff. And and he's, uh, he's a good friend. He's a good friend of the show. And I texted him this morning and I said, did you not send a song in for the uh, Let's Get Horny episode? And he said, no, but I'll send you one. I said, if you can send me one in the next two hours, and he sent it like, I don't know how he did it, he sent it like in 15 minutes. <laughs> and it's all, it, he, had, he had the intros, uh, has the song included wow. all together in one file. I don't know how he does it. Wow. I need that kind of help around here. <laughs> all right, here's Aaron Khan. Let's find out what this kid has. And when I say kid, he's 30. You're 30, Aaron. All right, here we go. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners. Aaron here, and I've decided to take part in this All Horns episode. The song I picked today was inspired by a bumped tweet I made with unless decided to take part. I made you take part. <laughs> All right, here we go. Within the last year or two, when doing my check-in for what I called Rock Solid Movie of the Week, the movie in question is Sound City, which I do remember enjoying. And upon further research, I was happy to find out that psychedelic rocker Spirit recorded their 1970 masterpiece, Twelve Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus, at Sound City. For those unaware, Spirit were a band formed by stepson and stepfather guitarist Randy California, and drummer Ed Cassidy. Along with singer Jay Ferguson, bassist Mark Andes, and keyboardist John Locke, Spirit would record four studio albums with their original lineup from 1968 to 1970. The last of those four albums was 12 Dreams, a concept album about the everyday life of a hippie. It's sad that these guys will probably be remembered as the band who sued Zeppelin, and it really is a shame because Spirit released some great music. So, from Spirit, taken from their 12 Dreams album, this is a song called morning will come i hope it has horns on it to go right into the next intro hey rock solid listeners this is m bags here mikey b michael bagford uh jag bag <laughs> so it's called in one episode by pat thanks <laughs> is he drinking you we you know michael too because he plays yes. name that tune michael are you hitting the booze i just was thinking the same thing he sounds <laughs> juiced up yeah i think he did I think he did a couple shots before he recorded the intro. All right. I'm going to start it over because we interrupted it, but 
dude, I can I can smell it on you. <laughs> it's a hundred proof. Here we go. Gonna start it over with Jag Bag. Hey, Rock Solid listeners, this is M Bags here. <laughs> Mikey B, Michael Bagford. Hey, this is Michael Bagford. Hey, homie, I'm gonna play a song with some horns. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Hey, does anybody want to hear some Pink Floyd? <laughs> uh, Jag Bag. This was called in one episode by Pat. Thanks very much. Why are you calling me Jag Bag? Uh, I'm going to go with a band that I love, and that is Pink Floyd. And this song is uh, Shine On You Crazy Diamond, parts one through five. The sax solo is done by Dick Perry. And it is a classic. The saxo is done by Dick Pick. <laughs> we all enjoy. Stay safe. That had his uh, that had his intro attached. He said, "Cue the song up at 11:45." I'm like, "What? <laughs> How long is that? Oh, all right. The song's 13 minutes and 33 seconds." I want to backtrack for a second to uh, to Kevin Clement, who played Baker Street. Your name's Kevin, mm-hmm. and you do not like to hear the sound of your voice. No. What about Kevin Clement's voice? Kevin, well, I, I deep country, very, yeah. Oh my god, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed, you know, when uh, his stand in the Oak Ridge Boys. <laughs> <laughs> he was fantastic. Giddy up, mm, Bob. Yeah, I would, tra- I would trade voices with him. I mean, that's just that's that's, really that's the voice that gets the ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking to get the females, oh boy. <laughs> uh, all right, we we had drunk Michael Bagford. We have another Michael. I hope this guy's not loaded. Three sheets to the wind. <laughs> You're a father, for God's sake, Michael. Put the gin down. <laughs> I just want to listen to Pig Floyd and open up my box sets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This is, uh, I'm not going to say his name. He'll say it. Hopefully he will. Hi, Pat. Hi, Rock Solid listeners. This is Michael Van Zant from Troy, Illinois. Hope everyone's doing well. It's been a while for me to be able to participate in one of the Patreon curated episodes, but I figured this uh, Let's Get Horny episode would be a, a mm. good place to jump back in. All right. Uh, one of the first bands I thought of when I saw this topic was um, punk, new wave, uh, ska band, California band, Oingo Boingo. Um, 
I was kind of actually, you know, late to that party of getting into them. Uh, I missed out on their first few early albums, but by the mid eighties, when dead man's party came out and of course, um, weird science was a big hit for them. Uh, that's when I kind of took notice of them. This song is called dead man's party. Um, and it's actually from the Boingo alive album from 1988. It is recorded live in the studio on a soundstage, but without the audience. So it doesn't have all the extra crowd noise but it captures the essence and energy of the band. Hope you enjoy it. Let's take it from the top, Pat. That's a lot of great horns. cool i i know that song but i never heard uh never heard that version yeah yeah good good job michael van zandt nice uh don't be a stranger come back soon <laughs> hey kevin i yeah. have a question for you yeah. to put you on the spot okay for our next patreon curated episode if you were to pick a topic and i'm gonna tell you right now you are picking the topic right now oh no what would you choose? Oh, Do you no. need time to think? Should we play a couple more? You want to think about it? Uh, yeah. Give give me a song. Give me one song. Let me think about it. All right. So I'm gonna just completely ignore this next intro and song. All right. Here <laughs> we go. You're gonna miss a good one. This is a good one. Here we go. Hello, Pat Francis, and all you rock solid listeners out there. This is Thomas Wallace from Florence, Alabama. Just from the great beyond. <laughs> Thomas Wallace. I like the effect. Mm -hmm. Demands respect. Hello, Pat Francis. And Hello, Thomas Wallace. All you rock solid listeners out there. This is Thomas Wallace from Florence, Alabama, just across the beautiful Tennessee River from Muscle Shoals. So, of course, my song for the Let's Get Horny up. Now, look, he just said Muscle Shoals. Mm -hmm. So, Tony Greathouse either drove off the road. Yep. Or... His penis just went boingo, boingo. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I'm going to start over, Thomas, because I keep talking over your amazing intro. Here we go. Hello, Pat Francis. Hello, Thomas Wallace. And all you rock solid listeners out there, this is Thomas Wallace from Florence, Alabama, just across the beautiful Tennessee River from Muscle Shoals. So, of course, my song for the Let's Get Horny episode is going to feature the Muscle Shoals horns. The Muscle Shoals horns are Harrison Calloway on trumpet, Harvey Thompson on saxophone, Charles Rose on trombone, and Ronnie Eads on baritone saxophone. The song I have chosen is Giving It Up For Your Love by Delbert McClinton. So let's drop that digital needle about the 120 mark and play it on into that beautiful Harvey Thompson saxophone solo. I thank you so much, Pat, for letting us participate in these episodes, and I hope to see you again soon.
Delbert McClinton song before. I think it got some radio airplay. It was, a, it was a big, it was a top 40 hit. Yeah. Yeah. You know all that stuff. You know what the hits were. Uh, I I do a pretty good job of that stuff. Yeah. You're like, uh, you're like the Casey Kasem of this show. <laughs> kind of. Right? <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, hold off on, I know you're still thinking yeah. for the talk. So hold yeah. on. We're going to play one more. Since, uh, since we just uh, heard about Muscle Shoals and I was a, uh, goofing on Tony Greathouse a little bit. I am going to tell you that Tony Greathouse and I will be doing a Muscle Shoals episode. Oh, awesome. Uh, hopefully before the end of the year. It's uh, September 26th, and hopefully we can get that recorded before the end of the year. But anyway, I just bumped Tony up into the lineup since uh, since his name came up. It seems uh, appropriate. Here we go. Hey, y'all. Tony Greathouse in East Alabama. It's been a while since I've done one of these. But when I heard the topic was horny songs, I knew I had a print song that I could choose. Wait, damn it, I misread it. Horn songs. <laughs> well, I got some of those too. <laughs> Pat, let's go with Sturgill Simpson. Keep it between the lines for that good country funk. If you start it about 10 seconds in, let it play for a minute if you can. It's some good stuff. <laughs> We love the show. We love you, Pat. And y'all, be sweet. All right, here it comes. Don't turn mailboxes in the baseball. Don't get busted selling at 17. Stuff. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, excellent. Did Thomas Wallace say he was also from Alabama? He did. Should him and Tony Greathouse have lunch together? Uh, they they probably should. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to like Muscle Shoals is might be, I don't I don't know. I could look at it, I could look at a map and figure this out. But I feel like Muscle Shoals mm-hmm. is on the is like closer to Memphis. So that's going to be on the Western part of the state. Okay. And Tony says he's from East Alabama. Right. So they may not be close enough to just grab lunch. I'm going to, I'm going to make an assumption. They both own trucks <laughs> so they could drive to each other, <laughs> well, meet, yeah. meet in the middle. Yeah, absolutely. What would they have for lunch? You know, uh, uh, what would you have? I haven't spent a ton of time in Alabama. Barbecue. Uh, yeah. You know, in Alabama has, uh, <laughs> 
they have something called called white sauce that they put on their barbecue. Oh my God, down what there. is that? It's like um, it's almost like the stuff that that's in cold like coleslaw. So mm-hmm. it's it's like mayonnaise and vinegar and some spice in it and. They pour it over their fried chicken, and actually, that sounds really good. I make a white <laughs> sauce from time to time. Oh, boy. <laughs> I shouldn't have said a word. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so stupid and wrong, and why would I do it? That's because it's a bonus episode, and that's what I do. Yep. That's not going to say something that's stupid. Uh, man, yeah, those, those songs were great. I, I loved it. All right, this next guy. Uh, when I send out an ASAP episode, which is that's when you get your episode early and ad free. Uh, it's uh, one of the tiers uh, on the Patreon page, the $5 a month tier. This guy, 100%, he down, he downloads it immediately, no matter what to, hour of the day. I don't know. He has some alert nice. on his phone. Maybe. Yep. But uh, this guy's, this guy's all in and I love it. So here we go. Hey, Rock Salad Nation. It's Jeff Scoble from Detroit, contributing a song for this horn-themed Patreon-sponsored episode. I love horns and rock songs, and there are so many to choose from, but I thought I'd steer away from the big names and go with the amazing saxophonist Rindy Ross and her band Quarterflash. The song Fine Another Fool from their 1981 self-titled debut is an incredible song with a great saxophone ending. Start the song around the 3.30 point, play it through to the end, and keep on rocking. skipped a bit there at the end but uh i don't i don't know why quarter flash wasn't bigger they had a uh uh a cute lead vocalist mm-hmm. they had some good songs yeah. she played saxophone which you don't see much no it's very cool they're on geffen records yeah i don't know what uh i don't know who dropped the ball there or what happened but i, I just feel like they should have been uh bigger than they were yeah but, uh, that was that was a good pick too because uh it would have been easy to just play hard in my heart again. Yeah, yeah. So find another fool is great. Yeah. Nice pick, Jeff. All right. What's our topic going to be for the next Patreon curated episode? All right. Here's here's uh, just because I'm sitting in the legendary rock room. <laughs> oh, it's legendary. Which is uh, covered it's in uh, legendary. Uh, everyone's everyone's seen the videos. Um, covered with it's it's cool to see in person. So it's covered with a lot of signed uh, album covers. Uh, and so Pat's had the chance to meet a lot of, meet a lot of rock stars, some for fleeting moments and yeah. some for, you know, real conversations. Right. Exactly. So, uh, I think it'd be cool to hear listener stories of meeting, meeting rock stars. Oh, and then play a song by that. Play a song by, uh, by that artist. And that opens it up to, you can play any song by that artist. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And it would be cool if people met people, had met people that are 
difficult to meet. Like, let's say you met, I don't know, Jimmy Page or something. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right. I like it. Okay, that's going to be the next one. Okay. Now, look, don't think that just because you're listening to this episode, you can send me uh, an intro and a song because you can't. Hey, hi. Here comes my daughter, Rita. Come on in. Yesterday was daughter's day. Who asked you to come in early? Okay, so what's up? I think mommy's going to take you to work today. She's downstairs. Um, you have to call or text her. All right, let me know what happens. Well, she has her phone with her. Happy Daughter's Day. You didn't say hi to Kevin. You haven't met Kevin. Kevin, this is Rita. Rita, this is Kevin. Hi, Rita. Nice to meet you. All right. I love you, honey. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me try that again. I love you, honey. Mm, didn't mean it. She did not mean it. Um, so again, just because you're listening to this episode does not mean that you can send a song in. Don't try to do it because I'll know. And here's how I'll know. I'm going to put it on the Patreon page at a specific time. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. those people can send the song. in. Now, if you want to participate, $2 a month on the Patreon page. 50 cents an a week jesus christ people. yeah this seems like a good excuse to join it because seems like a great excuse to join but you know if you haven't done it before and you've got an awesome story about meeting your favorite right. musician yeah just join the freaking patreon and submit and then set it and forget it and you can i mean i've i've won a couple of books and some music and you win one prize and you've literally you've the, paid, it's paid for itself the prize i gave away today was a 50 dollar coffee table book called immortal axes that's 400 pages yeah. of full color guitars beautiful book and um if you win that you've made money you've made money yep uh where are we what am i looking at okay oh and also uh for that episode you don't have to keep you know if you're telling a good story you, you can be a little bit longer because i know you really can't tell uh when you met uh you know uh, Debbie Harry, you can't tell that story in 30 seconds. So right. we'll, we'll let you pat it out a little bit. Okay. Um, I usually say 90 seconds, but you know, <laughs> if you can tell it in 90, good. But if not, that's cool too. Uh, this guy has gone uh, full Monty on us, one minute and 28 seconds. This is Kevin Wench. You know him. I mm -hmm. know him. And he's got a story, not a story. He's got an intro and then he's got a song. So let's find out what Kevin Wench has up his sleeve. Here we go. Hello, it's Kevin Winch from Springfield, Missouri. My horny song is Don't Nobody Move, This Is a Heist by Tony Powers. Tony Powers is a man who has had an interesting career. He has authored multiple top 40 hits, and his songs have been covered by artists as diverse as The Banana Splits and Kiss. As an actor, he's had small roles in Catch Me If You Can, and in Goodfellas, he played Jimmy Two Times. Jimmy Two Times. But for me, it all pales in comparison to the song and video for Don't Nobody Move. The video won multiple awards in the early 80s and has all the things you want out of a video. Great cameos, mannequins, and spitting. As a teen, I vividly remember this video playing a lot on HBO's Video Jukebox. Some of the video uh, cameos include Peter Rieger of Animal House and Local Hero, Treat Williams, Stephen Collins, Marcia Strassman, a.k.a. Mrs. Akata from Welcome Back, Cotter, and early in his career, a young, thin John Goodman. Nobody Move, This Is a Heist is a quirky song indeed, but also funky. 
Stealing the Show is the sax work of George Young, who's played with everybody and was a member of the Saturday Night Live band from 91 to 96. Wow. Pat, start the song around 2.20 and play for at least 80 or 90 seconds. Thank you. Some New York left and left. all weekend kevin we've been talking about some stuff uh-huh. we've been uh we've been sharing stories about making love and uh drinking whiskey <laughs> oh boy uh we haven't been doing that um but we both have the same first concert experience that's right kiss yeah dynasty, dynasty tour, tour. Mm-hmm. i was 15 you were uh, you were two yeah <laughs> i was 10 10 yeah. and your mom took you my mom yeah. pretty cool parent very cool did she enjoy the show uh, I should ask her that someday. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, are you still a Kiss fan, moderate? Uh, I, I, I would say I still, I will still listen to the stuff of that era. Era. I okay. definitely did not stick around with them. All right. So, a lot of Kiss fans will say that the worst Kiss album is The Elder. Okay. The reason I bring this up is because Kevin Wench said Tony Powers has written for songs uh, as diverse as the Banana Splits through kiss Mm -hmm. and i immediately knew that tony powers wrote a song on the elder okay so we're going to hear that song and this is one of those songs where paul sings in his deep (laughs) so this this song is called odyssey here we go This is some serious kid. <laughs> Tony Powers wrote this song for us. Now send me my deep star child voice. Here it comes. From a far off galaxy, I hear you calling me. We are all. Diamond's face In that enchanted place Woo! You and I come face to face to face Once upon a night Is that a first listen for you? Uh, clear, clearly I uh, made the right call made when the I right stopped choice. listening you to Kiss after Dynasty. You made the right Dynasty. choice. You did it. <laughs> you got out. Oh, man. You got out. It's harder to get out of... Uh, 
of the Kiss Army than it is to get out of Scientology. And you did it. I did it. You're not a Scientologist, are you? Uh, well, that's on the agenda for us to chat about later, Pat. <laughs> we can get down to the Celebrity Center. <laughs> see what's up down there. Sure. All right. And, and uh, Lose My Place, Kevin Wench played the Tony Powers. Then we got to have some fun with some Odyssey. Fun. And, <laughs> and oh, did I, oh, did I miss something up here? Oh, no, no. Okay, here we go. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Here's the next uh, Here's the next intro and the next song. And the guy who sings this song is a friend of the show. As a matter of fact, he's been my guest twice. Hello, Pat and Solid Rockers. This is Chris from Iowa, and I wanted to recommend a horny song. The song is Tip of My Tongue by The Tubes from their 1983 album Outside Inside. It was co-written by Maurice White of Earth, Wind & Fire and also features him on supporting vocals. The lyrics are kind of clever in a lecherous way. They go from (laughs) single entendre to double entendre and back to single entendre. So hopefully that also fits in well with the horny theme of this episode. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you enjoy this election and take care. Never been too cunning. I'm no linguist. I can't tell you this. The man, Fee Wable, get his new solo album, Fee Wable Rides Again. It is excellent. That guy will not come to the fucking valley. No, he won't. And he'll yell at you in the middle of a showroom if you try to get him to come to the fucking valley. (laughs) Hey, Fee, I came to the valley. Yeah, from another state. From another state. Jesus. It's not that bad. No. There's a coffee bean right down the street. You'll be fine. (laughs) Uh so far, the record today is going smoothly. It did not go smoothly last night. We had many technical problems before we even started. Yeah, although I think it, it ended up sounding okay at the end. It just yeah. it took a while to get started. And uh, But this one is sweet sounding right now. So sweet. Now, the reason I bring it up is to jinx us. Yeah, because excellent. Here's what I got, folks. I got, here's what, what type of mixing board I have. And I'm going to throw this out there to people because I'm trying to find the correct power cord. It's an Alesis, A-L-E-S. 
SIS. It's a Multimix 12 Firewire. My power cords keep frying out. I mean, the board still works, but it's always that I have to replace the power cord. So if there's anyone out there that knows about tech stuff and knows about power cords and all this good stuff, get in, get in touch with me. Uh, rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, let me know where to buy a power cord, or if you have them, I'll buy them from you. I don't want anything for free for this. I want to purchase some power cords that will continue to power this mixing board. Now, the reason I brought it up is I have it plugged in with a new power cord Mm -hmm. that I got on Amazon. And I just touched, it has a cord that plugs into the wall, then that cord goes into a block, and then another cord comes out of the block and plugs into the mixing board. Yep. Well, the block currently is about 4,000 degrees hot when I touch it. (laughs) So at any time, we won't lose the episode, but at any time, the board just might and stop. Yeah. Now, if that happens, that's the end of the episode. Okay. There'll be no play out song. There'll be no goodbye. There'll be no anything. So I'm just going to tell you, we've been recording for one hour and eight minutes. Mm -hmm. And if you send us a song and we didn't get to play it, I'll record a, a, a second one of these and use all those songs. But right now I'm telling you, if the board fries out, this episode is done. It's over. It's over. And, and this isn't like a trick so that we can just end it right now. <laughs> like Kevin's going to go, <laughs> and then we, we're done. I'm just warning you. Let me touch this block again. It's not as hot as the one was last night, but it's getting close. Okay. Are you sure it's not? It wasn't that that uh, tube song that got it hot because that was pretty oh. hot. Because he was saying something about he's a cunning linguist was yes. like the first mm-hmm. thing we heard. Uh, okay, okay. Next up, here we go. Let me turn this up and play it. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Jeff in Rhode Island bringing you music from Prince. Many agree that Sign of the Times is Prince's masterpiece, and there's a lot to love about this album, including Atlanta Bliss on trumpet and Eric Leeds on saxophone. It's hard to pick just one song from Sign of the Times, but I'm going to go with one that's a little bit more obscure, Adore. On its surface, Adore is a fairly conventional love song. Until the end of time, I would truly adore you. But Prince was rarely one to follow conventions, and Adore soon begins to de-evolve into a psychedelic pastiche with cascading vocals from Prince, while horns and viola provide atmosphere in the background. Lyrically, Adore is an open-hearted love song, but there's a nice little moment of humor. Prince is recounting all the things he'd be willing to give up to win the heart of his beloved. He says, you can burn up my clothes, you can smash up my ride, but then he stops and says, well, maybe not the ride. And then he continues on. That's Prince for you. Uh, but that was something that came up in his song sometimes. I would love you till the end of time, but there's always a caveat with Prince. Here we have Prince's greatest album, his masterpiece, his magnum opus, and he decided to close it with this song. That's not by accident. It's one of his greatest of all time. Here's Prince with a door.
actually uh, the wedding song of my friend Josh Stolberg and his wife Lila. It's oh, Josh's cool. favorite Prince song. Josh loves Prince. He did a Prince episode with me. Wow. Now, the man who sent that song in an intro is Jeff Harkness. Jeff, let me tell you about Jeff. Jeff is assistant professor of sociology at Morningside College. And Jeff has written two books and he sent me he sent me seven books, and they're all signed. They say, rock on, rock solid. I'm going to give those away right now. Here's all you have to do. The first seven people who send me an email to rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com, and in the heading, just say, I want a book, and then give me your uh, mailing address. You'll get one of these books. Now, the first book is called Chicago Hustle and Flow. I don't know why I couldn't say Chicago there. It sounded very strange. <laughs> Chicago, Hustle and Flow, Gangs, Gangster Rap, and Social Class. Hmm. These are real books, folks. This isn't a... Guy's a professor. He's a... Yeah. Well, assist, assistant professor. Oh, well. He's still a professor, though. Yeah, right. Still says professor. You're going to learn something. I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> then the other book, Culture, Citizenship, and Rapid Modernization, and the book is called changing now we don't know how to say this word q-a-t-a-r i think mm. it's qatar and you think it's i think it's cutter cutter okay so i found on youtube there's a video it's and it's how to pronounce qatar correctly okay so we're going to play that and if you're right you get to punch me in the gut and if i'm right i get to slap you in the face okay <laughs> <laughs> what if we actually did that what if <laughs> This is all of a sudden it's jackass. Okay. Okay. Now this, now look, I've, I have not listened to this YouTube clip, so I don't know. They might just start swearing. It might be a goof, but it says how to pronounce Q-A-T-A-R correctly. Let's see what happens. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of this country located in the Middle East. This is a relatively small peninsula in the Persian Gulf whose terrain is made from arid desert and a long shoreline of beaches and dunes. The capital Doha is known for its very futuristic skyscrapers and other ultra-modern architecture inspired by the ancient Islamic design. How do you pronounce the name of this country? Qatar. 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 Pretty straightforward. Qatar. All right. Well, that guy's wrong because he has a funny accent. Well, and he couldn't pronounce any of the other words. Why would he be able to pronounce this one? <laughs> That's right. All right. Get ready for... Get... Oh! <laughs> All right. So, changing Qatar. All right. I got uh, I got seven books. They're all autographed for seven people. Going to get a book. I'll send you... Uh, you know what? I'll throw in some... I'll throw in... I'll throw some rock solid buttons in there i'll throw some stickers and if you're not a patreon person and you win one of these well you sign up yeah sign up all right moving on because we got more songs before the board explodes and we have uh we have knobs and shrapnel in our face um <laughs> i gotta scroll down and get us back on track all right here's another guy who uh who attached his intro to his song which you don't have to do that but if you have the capability 
It's cool, but you don't have to. Here we go. Hey, Pat. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. This is Dave Becker in Durham, North Carolina. And for my song, I decided to go with my all-time favorite artist, Elvis Costello. Back in about 83, I think, he put out an album called Punch the Clock that had tons of horns all over it. This is the kickoff track that'll really get your blood going. Let them all talk. Elvis Costello and the Attractions, plus the TKO horns. Such a great song. Excellent. I'm going to have to listen to Punch the Clock again. I haven't listened to that in a long time. I don't even remember if I liked it at the t- if I liked it or not. But if everything's like that song, I'm in. Uh, everything's not like that, but that's the one that has Every Day I Write the Book on it. Yeah. So those two, right there, we got two mm-hmm. great ones. So yeah, you're two up already. Yeah. So, all right. This next guy, I'm going to tell you his name because this guy won the Immortal Axes book this morning. When I did the random drawing. Oh, right on. Mark Agleski. Congratulations, Mark. If there you go. haven't seen the video and you're only finding out right now by listening to the show, <laughs> congratulations. Actually, you'll probably have it in your mailbox before this episode goes up next week. But no, not true, Mark, because you are in the ASAP club, probably. So you'll probably get this uh, yeah. early and ad free. Okay. All right. That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> Here's Mark Agleski. Oh, one more thing, Mark and then the next person both pick the same artist. Now, you're going to say, that's no big deal, but it's an artist I've never heard of before. Oh, wow. So okay. it is kind of a big deal. It's not like they both picked songs from Chicago, you know. Right. Yeah. Or again, the aforementioned Phil Collins. So here we go. I'm going to play Mark and I'll play the next guy and they both pick the same band. Hey, Pat, Rock Salad fans, Mark Igleski here from Glenview, Illinois, with my pick for the horny listener-supported episode. My pick is... You live close to Glenview, right? Yeah, Glenview's the town right next to mine. Do you want me to just take the book back with me? How funny would that be? You just, <laughs> just knock on Mark's door. I have the guy's door. head, and he's just knocking knock on his door. Special delivery. <laughs> special delivery from Jack Bag. <laughs> hey, Glasky, did you like this book? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, Pat, Rock Salad fans. Mark Igleski here from Glenview, Illinois, with my pick for the horny listener-supported episode. My pick is from 1971. The band is called Chase. The song is called Get It On, which was a top 25 hit for, I think, quite a while back in 71. And folks, it is a real screamer. I really don't know anything about this band other than they had four trumpet players and were going for sort of a blood, sweat, and tears type of sound. 
but it's awesome. Pat, I wish you could play this whole thing, but drop the needle just about anywhere. Thanks. Hope you guys all like this one and get it on in the morning now. Hey. I love it. I need you all Have you heard of this band? Oh, yeah. You've never heard this one before? I, no. It shows up on a lot of the, uh, you know, compilation super hits of the 70s. All right. All right. I'm going to go right into the next person to also pick this band. Here we go. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Brian Raisin from Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm going with one of my favorite songs of all time and my AOL instant messenger name from college, Bachawa. <laughs> off of the 1974 Chase album, Pure Music. The band, led by Bill Chase, heavily features trumpet with not one, but four trumpets. I first heard Bachawa on one of my dad's records, quickly taped it to a cassette, and brought it into my 8th grade jazz band to ask if we could play it. We didn't. <laughs> Sadly, this ended up being their last album, since some of the band members, including Bill Chase, tragically died in a plane crash while on tour in 1974. Uh, awful. The horns are truly amazing, and I love how they trade phrases with the guitar and the organ. For me, Bachawa also has the greatest key change ever recorded. And it definitely ends on a high note. Hope you all enjoy and take care. Excellent songs, but I'm, a, I'm about to ruin this song for Brian Raisin for all time. Uh, Bachawa is also the noise you hear when I make my white sauce. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just imagining, I'm imagining uh, what he said, eighth grade jazz band. Yeah. Right. So 13 year old Brian <laughs> taking that song yeah, into his play? jazz teacher. Can we play this? And he's like, no, are you fucking are you kidding crazy? me? <laughs> the guy, the guys that play that have been playing trumpet longer than you've been alive right. or trombone longer than you've been. It was uh, trombone, right? I think so. <laughs> horn. It's a horn. Now this, this one is very interesting to me, but because I never ever gave it a thought that this song had horns. This is pretty cool. Are you ready? <laughs> Can't wait. Hi, Pat, and all the rock solid listeners. This is Mike Markle from the Philadelphia suburbs. I'm not a big fan of horns and rock and roll songs. And to quote Mark Knopfler, they don't give a damn about any trumpet playing band. It ain't what they call rock and roll. 
having said that, there is one rock and roll song that I think makes exceptional use of horns. That song is Running With The Devil by Van Halen. The song begins with a bunch of car horns sounding. And according to Wikipedia, the horns were taken from the band's own cars and then mounted in a box that was powered by two car batteries. Van Halen's producer, Ted Templeman, slowed the horns down before adding them to the song. I think it's an iconic sound that immediately lets you know that you're in for something powerful and majestic. Okay, thanks, Pat. You're doing a stellar job. All right, so Mike Markle, he wins for thinking out of the box. That's super creative. I never knew that those were car horns. Me neither. I didn't know what I thought it was, but that's great. Now I'm back into running with the devil again. Yeah, well done. Yeah, excellent, excellent job. All right, moving on. Moving on. Hey, Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. For this topic... I'm going to go with a funky hard rock band called White Trash from their 1991 self-titled debut, a song called Apple Pie. This song features their horn section, Badass Brass. Please (laughs) cue this at the 52 second mark. Don't tell me what to do. Right, Kevin, we're having a bake-off. It's a battle of the pies. Oh boy, I knew this was coming. song or a bad song it's not my kind of thing i don't know it, it's uh it has, it has a nice groove to it it does have a nice groove I mean, to I, it i know what he's i know what he's talking about and i'm not so sure that's cool <laughs> think about baseball swing all night that's yeah, what he says right Janie Lane. Rock and peace, Janie Lane. Rock and peace. Rock and peace. All right. Um, Battle of the Pies, though. Who wins? Um, I'm going to go with Jay and the Techniques, Apple Peaches, Pumpkin Pie. Ah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Battle of the Hills. I go Blueberry Hill. (laughs) 
I go, mean, I go Salisbury Hill. Doesn't mean anything. I go Salisbury Hill. All right. I'm going to tell you this guy's name because he never says his last name. I think he's in the Witness Protection Program. He did uh, recently host the Journey episode with me, part one of our Journey three-part Journey series. This is Andy Solemn, but I believe he just calls himself Andy from Florida. Let's find out. Hello, Rock Solid Nation. Andy from Florida here. Let's get horny with power pop savant Linus of Hollywood and this horn-filled track from his album Triangle. This tune is the perfect marriage of the monkey's daydream believer and the Beatles' Penny Lane. If you pick up a jellyfish vibe, you're not wrong, as Roger Joseph Manning Jr. himself plays keys on this track. So please enjoy Let's Just Stay in Bed All Day. Not that. Definitely a jellyfish vibe. Yeah. I saw jellyfish once in concert. Wow, that's rare because they weren't together long. No, they weren't. I was saw, it a good show? It was really good. I saw them uh, right after uh, I saw Paul McCartney. They did like an after show wow. um, at a club in the same town and did a cover of Let Him In because they knew McCartney had just played and they probably had a lot of people in the audience that had just come from his show. What if McCartney would have been there? Uh, oh, well, he what? I, I was saving that story for the oh, next bonus okay, episode. Okay, sorry about that. Just kidding. I thought Andy was going to say, and if you pick up a jellyfish, you're going to get a bad <laughs> you thing. Gotta, and you got to get somebody to pee on your leg. Yep, you got to. You got to. Hopefully it's McCartney. That's a story. <laughs> I met Paul McCartney. How? I got stung by a jellyfish and he's peed on me. <laughs> All right. This is a friend of the show. He plays Name That Tune. He also co-hosted via zoom the uh, very popular rick springfield episode let's hear from this gentleman hey douchebags it's david festini up here in northern <laughs> new jersey and my choice for the horn episode is by a man and his band that pat francis has derided on multiple social media platforms <laughs> He's insulted his intelligence. Mm -hmm. He's insulted his, 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 his insulted his appearance. Check. He's insulted his musical ability. Yep. He's even gone so far as to uh, imply that the man is incontinent. He's got poopy pants. But I happen to be a big fan of this man and his band. And as the song says, Pat, nobody's perfect. Not even a perfect fool. Perhaps you should take that to heart as you listen to this next song. One of the best bands to come out of the 1980s, Huey Lewis and the News and Perfect World. And as always, thanks for letting me be part of the show. Hey, you. It's a cigar stinkaroo.
Hey, grandparents, enjoy it. They played that at my 65th wedding anniversary. There's some horns there, though, Dave. I gotta isolate that. Uh, hey, douchebags! <laughs> <laughs> no, right. wait a second. Was he just was he just insulting all of your listeners because you have a problem with Huey Lewis? I think he was. Wow. I think he was doing a callback to when Siegel was here. I think oh, okay, Siegel said, "Hey, douchebags!" Or okay. Something. All right. All right. I'll now, allow it. Now look, the next person up is a friend of mine from uh, from college. All right. And um, he. Uh, he also enjoys some Huey Lewis. Let's find out what he has to say. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid Planet. Pat from Pittsburgh here. You like Huey Lewis and the news? Their early work was a little too I do not. new wave for my taste. But when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own commercially and artistically. In 87, Huey released four, their most accomplished album. Wow. Sorry, Pat. I guess I shouldn't have watched American Psycho right before going to bed last night. Anyway, four cemented their place in American pop music history. Then we didn't hear too much from them. They released a couple of albums and a collection of Roots R&B and old rock and roll covers. But in 2001, the band quietly released Plan B. It's the best Huey Lewis album you've never heard. They called it Plan B because it's the record they would have made if Plan A hadn't worked out. And if you sang on We Are the World, I'd say Plan A worked out. But it is clear they <laughs> weren't true. making Plan B to cater to any record company. I rediscovered it during lockdown, and it's really good. For this album, they used a full horn section, and it is packed with horn-driven, old-school R&B and bluesy songs. Mostly originals, except for a Dave Edmonds cover. It's also the last record Chris Hayes played on, so there's a lot of his great guitar work on it. There's some cool Huey harmonica stuff and even a nice du duet with Winona Judd. We can save that one for your songs that sound like they should be on a Cialis commercial episode. <laughs> anyway, I picked My Other Woman because it kicks off with the horns. And it's a tongue-in-cheek nod to the old blues trope of a guy having trouble with his wife and his girlfriend. Oh, the adulterous hijinks. <laughs> Cue it up right at the start. And check out the uh, whole album. It's really good. Stay safe, everyone, and keep on rocking. Hey, you! It's a seagull stinkaroo. Some good horns. Like the Huey Lewis? I do like Huey Lewis. I wouldn't say that I um, 
listen to him on a regular basis, but I think a greatest hits from Huey Lewis is um, perfectly harmless. I like Picture This. I like that album. That's my favorite Huey Lewis album. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I don't know what this guy. I don't know what this guy would have to say about it, but let's find out. Hey, douchebags. So, um, <laughs> and I apologize to my, uh, my friend from uh, college for putting the sea with stinkaroo sting in there. I do not apologize, however, to Dave Festini for doing it. <laughs> no way. All right. Here's the next, uh, person on our list. We're almost, we're almost through the list and the charging block is hot. Okay. Maybe it's always hot though. I never, I've never really touched it. It's probably a good thing that you never have. So, all right. Um, yeah. Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. This is Ian Beresford over in the Thumbland in northeast England on the other side of the pond. My selection for the, the horny uh, podcast today is the band called Secret Affair with their song Time for Action. Secret Affair were a, a mod revival band in the late 70s in the UK. Uh, they had quite a few singles. It's worth checking out their Glory Boys album. Uh, but this is a great song, and it's got some great horns in it. So I hope you all enjoy it. Bye, and thanks again for all your podcasts, Pat. Very nice, Ian. The artist is Secret Affair. Good stuff. The song is Time for Action. Very, very nice. All right, this next gentleman, he was just here uh, a week ago Friday. Came in, flew in like you did. Right on. And uh, and we recorded a uh, Jack White episode. Okay. Calling it The Wonderful World of Jack White. Right on. We're uh, playing music from all his bands and solo. So, uh, and we had a very, uh, not awkward, but an unconventional, uh, recording that night because the board was shot Mm -hmm. and he had flown in. I couldn't cancel. Sure. So, uh, so we, I set up a computer in the other room, another laptop. Mm -hmm. I put that on zoom. We were on zoom and we sat right next to each other and talked into a zoom microphone. Oh, wow. Very cozy. Mm -hmm. You and I we're we're a good, what? Five feet, six feet apart? Yeah. And that's how you like it. That's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. So here's this guy. He's uh, He's got an intro and he's got a tune. Hello, all my friends in rock solid land. This is Justin Harris from Phoenix, Arizona. And my pick today for the horns episode is Angel of Harlem off of the Rattle and Hum album by U2. It's a great song. It has really good energy and some great horns. And I'll just keep it simply to that today. Thanks, Pat, for letting me participate. And all of you, keep fighting the good fight. 
forgot about the horns in that song. But then as soon as he said it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Have you thought of a horny song while we've been playing stuff today? I have not. (laughs) (laughs) Are there horns? I think I got a song for you. Are there horns in this song? Hey, you. It's a seagull stinker. Oops. Uh, moving on. This is one of our friends from Canada. I, I think this, out of all the artists that I didn't know today, this might be my favorite of the new artists that are new to me. Okay. Even though this song's from 2010. Hmm. Let me see what you think of this. Hey everybody, it's Mike from just outside Toronto, and for my selection for this listener curated podcast, it's Johnny Diesel and the Injectors with Don't Need Love. In 2007, I was fortunate enough to go to Australia. I was actually supposed to go again last year, but something's happening apparently, and I couldn't go, but whatever. Anyway, um, I heard this song, and I fell in love with it. I remember writing down lyrics because I was going to Google them later to see what the song was. I don't know much about the band or Diesel himself, and yes, that's actually his stage name, Um, but I do know that this song came out in 1988, and the album that it came on uh, came out the following year in 1989. And I know it has some killer sax playing on it too, so that's why I'm submitting it. Anyways, I hope this finds you all well. Look after each other. Take care. Checks that uh, Jimmy Barnes cold chisel. Uh, oh yeah, for me, I like that a lot. What did you think of that, Kevin? That was good. So he he said eighty eight eighty nine is is when that came out. Yeah, I guess it was on a uh, maybe it was on a compilation. It was a compilation that, that came out from. in two thousand ten. Yeah, I, I I liked it. I never heard it before. Johnny Diesel and the Injectors. Yeah that that would have uh, that would have come out when I was in college, and I would have thought we would have played that at our college station. That yeah. seems like right up our alley and nope so i'm gonna, to, I'm gonna check good. and see if uh, yeah. johnny d's and the injectors have some albums or an album mm, yeah all right coming up next this is one of the greatest uh saxophone solos in uh you know corporate rock and roll history <laughs> <laughs> i just interviewed lou graham last week and he told an amazing 
story about the recording of this uh, sax solo. So let's hear the intro and let's hear the song. And you probably already know what it is, but here we go. Hi, Pat. George Worley from Pennsylvania here. For my Patreon listener selection featuring songs with horns, I went with another obvious choice by including a hit that's one of my all-time favorites, but one that is even more appropriate since you mentioned you might be interviewing Lou Graham soon or may have already done so by this point. Oh, I did. It was 40 years ago when the Foreigner song Urgent reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100 and stayed there for the entire month of September 1981. Tom Stolby contributed synthesizers on the track, and I love the intro, but the most distinctive feature of the song and the one relevant to this episode is Motown artist Junior Walker on the sax solo. Pat, please turn it up to 11, and thanks for letting us contribute to these listener episodes. the story although there's so much more uh they get to this part in urgent and then they know they need something at this part of the song mm-hmm. and so i think mick jones was noodling around with maybe a guitar solo and they're just trying all different things and they're they're recording in new york i think and they looked in a, they looked in the paper and saw that junior walker mm. was playing that night and they're like hey maybe a sax solo might be good maybe we could ju- junior walker so they they just they lou said they walked down the street to where the show is they see oh, wow. the show. After the show, they go backstage, they meet Junior Walker, and they present this to him. And they say, We've got the song. We would like a sax solo. Would you be interested in doing that? And he said, Yeah. And they said, Well, we'd like you to come to the studio tomorrow at 10 a.m. And he goes, Well, come to the studio at 10 a.m. I'll go do it right now. Oh, that's awesome. And that's all I'm going <laughs> to tell you because there is a there's more. Oh, that's there cool. is more. That's but cool. I'm like, what it's just it was like so it was like one of those stories where you're like this is cool that's awesome all right only a couple more songs to go come on board we're at how long do you think we've been recording don't look at your watch uh i'm gonna say we're at 142 Ooh, that's close 146 how about that all right here we go hey pat this is brian berkey from pa my song with horns comes from yola tango and they're 2006 album i am not afraid of you and i will beat your ass the name of the song is called mr tough drop the needle at about one minute when it gets really really horny and stays that way for the rest of the song thanks for the podcast bye-bye
I only know that band when someone plays a song on this show. Uh, are you familiar with their albums, Yola Tango? I am uh, probably in the same, well, not not the songs on the show part, but I think I'm familiar with them, don't really know, don't really know their work, no. Sounds good, though. Yeah, I liked it. All right, another guy who plays Name That Tune, and this gentleman and I are going to be doing a, an all-deep purple episode very soon before the end of the year i just keep telling these people before the end of the year <laughs> uh, i think i know they all think i'm pu- pushing them off and i'm really not i'm really not oh why are we gonna do that grateful dead episode <laughs> jerry garcia keep drinking like that you're gonna be seeing jerry garcia very soon <laughs> that's right bagford all right here's kyle hildreth hey everybody it's kyle hildreth from the woods of western mass and last time i did one of these my intro was horrible <laughs> so this time I am in my car. It is 10:30 at night. Traffic has died down a little bit, except for this guy right here. There we go. Uh, so this time it's going to sound a little bit better. So for horny songs, I'm choosing a band that's been around 40 years, and they have one song with one horn in it, a saxophone. So everybody, raise your glasses, take a drink, because Kyle's going to be talking about Kicks. In 1983, they released the unpopular album Cool Kids, not a favorite of their catalog. (laughs) And their second single, Loco Emotion, was not a popular song off the album. But I like it. It's a fun song. It's a goofy song. Uh, It's very poppy. It's rocky, but not really at all. It's more pop. But the song is interesting. (laughs) Um, I guess they wanted a solo in the middle with a saxophone. No one knew how to play. So Steve Whiteman, the singer, ran out to a tag sale grabbed a saxophone, taught himself how to play, and he comes up with a uh, pretty good, simple, but effective solo. And the best part about the song is it's a lot of fun to play on the drums. It's a simple beat by Jimmy Chalfant, but it's a fun beat that you can play with a nice groove and hit really hard. So here's Kicks with Loco Emotion. Nice job, Kyle. Kyle also does a ton of the Facebook artwork. You can follow Kyle on the Twitter. And I'm going to give it to you, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. At over, then kill is K-Y-L, like Kyle, and then art. At overkill art. So follow Kyle on the Twitter and on the Insties. That's what the kids say, right? The Insties? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do they i don't think so <laughs> i don't think i started posting on my personal instagram uh page just like a week and a half ago and my daughter's like up in arms she's like what's all the with the all the instagram posts right i'm like just trying to keep it fun and light yeah don't you know there's an age limit <laughs> <laughs> and then i said you want me to go TikTok? oh boy <laughs> <laughs> all right two more songs and we're done wow are you having fun with this i don't know if i've included you much on this one I'm ha- I'm having fun. I'm here just to uh, observe and comment. It's almost like you, I've I've been using you as an audience today. That's fine. That, right. that way you don't have to feel weird about talking to yourself for two hours. True. Yeah. True. How do you think Kenny Loggins is going to be tonight? Um, I don't 
No, it should be. It, I mean, I'm a, so I'm assuming it's it's going to be all the hits, right? I don't. I, I hope does, so. Does How does he have not a, be? Does he have new music out? He has one new song out. Um, that's like a, a kids' TV theme song, but it's fun. It's yeah. fine. Okay. It's, did I say fun? Fun or fine? Both. It's yeah. both. Yeah. It's both. Um, but he doesn't have a new album or anything like that. Okay. I, I would assume we would hear. Mostly hits like we got to hear all those soundtrack songs, right? I, I think that's, I mean, he's got that out, he's got that soundtrack songs vinyl album out that was oh, a yeah. record store day exclusive, right. so he's got to go into that, right? Yeah, I it'll it'll be fun. I think it's you know, he's he's one of those guys I don't think I actually would have gone to see mm-hmm. in the 80s, right? Right, I would have been too cool, yeah, to same a, here to go to a Kenny Loggins although concert. If, although, if a song came on the radio, I would have turned it up, sure. But yeah. but now you know, in, in my advanced age, it's like yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a lot of fun to kick back and have a nice cool glass of rosé. <laughs> we haven't drank any uh, any alcohol here. We have it. And do do you drink? I do excessively. <laughs> <laughs> so what what would you have here? Would you have a wine or would you have a beer? What would be your preference? Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a beer guy. Um, I'll have a cocktail with with a dinner every now and then. I'm not a I'm not a big drinker. Okay, but uh, I do like it's a casual drink. A casual, yeah. Like you're not mainlining the, the the black tar heroin like let's say a Michael Bagford. Oh yeah, I am no Bagford. Absolutely not. I'm trying to find this uh, this new song that he has, just so I can give you a taste of it, so you can back out of the concert <laughs> before we go. Where is it? I'll just uh, that's oh, here what, it is. That's here when is. I'll go to the bar. Here it is. The song's called "The Great Adventure." Here we go little bit of this See, already sounds like a kid's pbs show yeah let's hear what his voice sounds like though in 2020 there's a rhythm makes you dance like a child like a child in the air there's a magic that can take you anywhere anywhere but you gotta be brave like a lion, strong like a tiger. Leave the fear far behind. Take your hand and I'll give you mine. It's sore like an eagle, up where the future is waiting. Are you ready for a great adventure? So if he sings that tonight, you and I are both gonna high five and yell. The Great Adventure, <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> All I could think at the start of that was, hola, me llamo Dora. <laughs> right. Uh, how old is Kenny Loggins? How old of a gentleman are we going to see rocking tonight? I mean, I'm look it up. He's got to be He's got to be in the in the early 70s. 73. Yeah. He'll be 74 in January. Yeah. All right. But I think, yeah, he'll he'll sound great. You know, we'll be we'll be outside. Outside under the stars, yep, in Burbank at the Starlight Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm much more forgiving when the uh, when the tickets are free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although I would not be against paying for Kenny Loggins, but uh, tonight free. Yep. All right, two more guys. They've both co-hosted this show as guest co-hosts. One guy recently did the MTV episode with me, and another guy we did a Thin Lizzy episode. And apparently, he cannot stop talking about Thin Lizzy. Because of this intro. Here we go. Okay. Hey, Pat Francis and Rock Solid family. Tom Neuerberg here, California, calling in for the uh, Horny Horns Patreon episode. 
Um, this is a pretty well-kept secret, but I'm actually a big fan of Thin Lizzy. I know a lot of people don't realize that. <laughs> nope, didn't know. I tend to not mention it that often, but it's true. I am. Uh, Thin Lizzy, rock and roll band, not really known for having a lot of horns in their music, but one classic song of theirs that does feature the saxophone quite a bit is Dancing in the Moonlight. This was on their album Bad Reputation. However... To really feel the effect of that saxophone, Pat, you should play the version from Live and Dangerous. Nope. And start it off right <laughs> at about at the minute 25 mark. All right. And enjoy, everyone. Bye. It's got me in a spotlight. It's all right here. I'm in the moonlight. On this long, hot summer night. Sexy sex. All right. Whatever you say, Phil. On saxophone from the Graham Parker band. Like you to make a lot of noise. Channel on saxophone. So that guy just tour to play on this one song? I guess so. On the whole tour, and then he just goes out for that party and all day long, and then boom. Where do I sign up? Song. Yeah, count me in. All right. We're going to close it out with Jeff Frank, then we're going to do a little promoting, and then I, I did pick a playout song uh, so I could be involved uh, during the recording. I, I looked around. I didn't pay attention to any of the intros or how hot the chord's getting, and I picked a song. <laughs> but uh, Jeff Frank did an excellent job on the MTV episode. Did you listen to that one? I did. It was, yeah, really good. Great stories. Great stories, yeah. and we uh, we were drinking and having a good time, and then... Uh, the bag for came over <laughs> threw a cake through the window. <laughs> Ah, oh, Michael Bagford, that's uh, that's my impression of you for the rest of your days. Oh, that poor guy. Which, if you keep drinking like you are, it will only be a couple of weeks. That's right. All right, Jeff Frank. Gabba Gabba, hey, it is Jeff chiming in with my Patreon pick for the I'm Horny episode. So, Pat Francis, what do you get when you take a nine-piece cumbia funk roots band whose members are all Latino but grew up on rock around Austin, Texas? You get... Brown Out presents Brown Sabbath. So these dudes have two volumes out, all horny covers spanning the Aussie years that will leave you thinking that those horns were in these tunes all along. I cannot recommend this. So I say crank it and stay frosty. song is called The Wizard. Obviously a Sabbath song.
What cracked me up about Jeff's intro is he said, what do you get when you take? And he said this thing, but he didn't give us another thing. It's usually, what do you take? What do you get when you take uh, a pile of this and yep. some of this and you put it together? But right. he didn't give it anything to put it together. No, with. yeah. He didn't. And then it sounded like he said, I can't recommend this. He did He did say, I wonder if it uh, glitched or- Maybe glitched. Yeah. It sounded like he said, I can't recommend this, but it's terrific. <laughs> right. All right. Jeff, I think you do better, Jeff, when you're in the room. Uh, yeah. Sadly, not invited back. But uh, well, that's what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Kevin, you're on Twitter and you post a lyric of the day. I do. And you've been doing that. Um, it's my third year. Third year in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can we expect in 2022? Are you out of lyrics? I'm not out of lyrics, but I have, I've, I've amassed such a backlog of music that I need to listen to that I think I will pivot and do the album a day next year just to work through some of, uh, some of the stuff. Good deal. I, yeah. Good deal. Uh, do you have a favorite lyric of all time? Something that just hits you like a ton of bricks. What do you get when you take a lyric and, and, <laughs> and, and there's you, a lyric? I can't recommend it. Right. It's like, you know, you got to put the peanut butter in the chocolate. That's right. Just, That's what I mean. He gave us the peanut butter, Jeff, and no chocolate. There's no chocolate. Um, boy, that's a great question. I, uh, the one that springs to mind immediately, and I, I may have, I may have said this on the show before, so whatever, maybe you didn't listen that time, but I love, uh, I love the lyric in Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, mm-hmm. when they say, welcome to your life, there's no turning back. Ah, that is a great lyric. Yeah. And you know what, when you, uh, when you read it, when you isolate a lyric and you read it or you, uh, isolate it and just say it like you did. Sometimes you could have heard that song your whole entire life mm-hmm. and that lyric didn't hit you the way it did when you hear it like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then when you hear it in the song, you're like even more blown away by it. Yeah. So pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, and where can we follow you on the Twitter so we can see these lyrics? Yeah. These are lyrics you've written. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm a I'm, could be the most prolific songwriter Amazing. Uh, in, in Amazing. Uh, American music history. Amazing. Uh, you can follow me and see the lyrics at K Hartbarger on Twitter. Great. And you can follow us at Rock Solid Show. And you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show, t-shirts and episodes. And there's a link to the Patreon page. And I am up and running on my Instagram and I'm keeping it light and I'm keeping it fun. And I, and I can't remember what my uh, what my handle is, but I'll look it up. I'll look it up right now. Looks like I'm Pat underscore Francis underscore comedian. One of those words is a lie. Okay, <laughs> so follow me there at Instagram if you want. And we are also at Rock Solid Show on Instagram and Lisa Solak at Ala five hundred or is it Ala 005? Sorry, Lisa. Uh, she's running our Instagram and uh, she's also on Instagram and Twitter too. So send her. I follow. Now, I'm not playing a Bruce Springsteen song, but I'm surprised no one brought. I was just thinking the same. Brought thing. Clarence Clemens to yeah, the party, right? The solo on Jungle Land. No one. No one. Nothing. I mean, and that can't be our playout song because it's nine minutes long, right. and, and it would take forever to get to the uh, sax solo. Sure. I picked a. I did pick a Phil Collins song because I think this one kicks off with horns from the jump, which is one of Mike Schmidt's favorite sayings. So, from the jump. This is Phil Collins from my favorite Phil Collins album, Hello, I Must Be Going. And the song is called I Cannot Believe It's True. Thanks for being here, Kevin. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Makes me laugh.
Thanks for having me, Kevin. 